six minutes and about 20 seconds. In a little over six minutes, 17 of our friends were taken from us, 15 were injured, and everyone, absolutely everyone, in the Douglas community was forever altered. Everyone who is there understands. Everyone who has been touched by the cold grip of gun violence understands. For us, who is there understands. Everyone who has been touched by the cold grip of gun violence understands. For us, who is there understands. Everyone who has been touched by the cold grip of gun violence understands. Hi everybody, my name is Aya Saleh and welcome to my podcast. So today we will be talking about March for Our Lives and Black Lives Matter. So March for Our Lives was um, the aftermath of the Parkland shooting. So on February 14, 2018, there was another school shooting. Um, This one was done by a former student, which I'd rather not name because he does not deserve to be recognized. Um, and he went into his old school with an AR-15 and killed 17 students and injured 17 others. Because of this, the students at Stoneman Douglas took a stand, created this movement called March for Our Lives, and this protest brought it to D.C., and they fought back. We have seen school shootings for so many years, since the beginning where the big one happened at Columbine, and then every year the amount of school shootings, just the number just kept increasing and increasing. But with Stoneman Douglas, they, as a community, as Generation Z, as youth, they came together and created this movement and brought it to D.C., which connected not just them, but all of students around the world, parents, teachers, because they realized this issue was going on for so long that it needed to stop. So that what, that's what March for Our Lives was for. So for Black Lives Matter, that happened because um, in 2013, Trayvon Martin was murdered by a police officer. Um, and then three radical black organizers, Alicia Garza, Patrice Cullors, and Opal Tometi, they created a black center political will and movement building project called Black Lives Matter in response to his murder. Um, he wasn't the only victim of police brutality. There was so much more, um, but that was the one that they focused on. And from there, they started that movement. So both of these movements, March for Our Lives and Black Lives Matter, were centered around violence. Um, but March for Our Lives was more around gun violence within the school community, and Black Lives Matter was mainly um, about people of color, mainly black men, and the relationship with the police because of the police brutality. So after Sandy Hook, the Sandy Hook shooting, um, over 200 school shootings has happened and more than 400 people has been shot and died. For Black Lives Matter, the there was in 2019 alone, there was 734 deaths and 200 of them were white and the rest were people of color and most of them were male. There was out of all of out of the 734 only 36 of them were women. 
that number is just going to continue to rise because society won't listen. How many more deaths is it going to take for society to actually react in the way we expect them to react to when this continues to happen? I respect both protests. I have participated in both protests. But what I am not understanding is why society reacts in different ways towards both protests, but yet the outcome is the same. March for Our Lives was more about the students. It's centered around the students and centered around gun violence. But when the police came to these event, to this protest for March for Our Lives, they supported the students, which I am happy about because they deserve the support they need because this has, this has got to stop. I've been a student in high school literally a couple months ago. I just graduated my senior year. And what we constantly learn about is these lockdown drills. So I'm glad this, this um, police has their backs. But when it came to Black Lives Matter, the police wasn't there to support the pe- support the, the protest. They were there in full army gear, ready to fight back as if they were a threat. The point for Black Lives Matter was for the police to understand the people and stop the violence, but the way they reacted just literally show them the truth about the police and how they are. In my opinion, from what I saw, I feel like March for Our Lives was more supported by society than Black Lives Matter, but however, there is still no change. There is still no positive outcome in both, just the fact that they got more attention and people are just joining the movement and the movement is getting just bigger but not stronger. What's beating them down is the white supremacist. You, there is literally people coming from every corner. No, let me keep my guns for March for Our Lives. And then for Black Lives Matter, no, all lives matter. But people don't understand the issue. And if you do not understand the issue, you are not going to support the movement. You're just going to be against it. Yes, I agree that everybody's life obviously matters. But right now, we need to focus on Black lives because to society, it seems like that they don't matter. It's like every time they walk down the street, they are racially profiled because of the color of their skin. And I understand to all the old white men living in suburbs that they want to keep their guns. But what you don't understand is what our movement is really about. Yes, you can have your guns, but we just want gun control. We want background checks. We want just automatic semi-weapons to be banned. But people are not understanding this. And like what Emma said in her speech, you won't understand unless you've been touched by this. If you haven't lived it, if you have not walked by the streets and seen this happen or this let this happen to you, you would not understand. And therefore, you will be against the movement. Privileged white people do not know the pain. They cannot understand the pain because they have not lived it, nor they will ever will. People may not understand the issue because they have not lived it, but maybe engaging in a conversation and asking somebody, hey, how does this happen? Why does it happen? Just asking these questions can result in change. But nobody's asking these questions because nobody wants to ask these questions. They don't care because it's not affecting them. But once it affects you, then you want to care and then you want to stand up and then you want change. So why does it take us? So why does it need to happen 
for us to actually reach out for change. Why can't we stop it before it happens? Why can't we bring change before we actually have to? So that was just my thoughts about um, the protest. So previously, I interviewed two of my friends um, about this issue and about these movements. And um, they were they both participated in Black Lives Matter and March for Our Lives. So here are what they thoughts. Hey, I am here with two special guests. Hi, my name is Ende. Hi, my name is Zayrelis. They are also freshmen at Syracuse University, and they will be engaging in this conversation with me. On February 14, 2018, um, the Parkland shooting has happened. I do not want to get into the discussion about the shooting itself because I feel like what has happened does not matter as much as the impact it had on people. So I'd rather go start and talk, talking about that. Is that okay with you guys? Yeah. Yes. So I feel like these school shootings has honestly been normalized in society um, because this has been happening for almost a decade. Well, probably a little more at this point. But it's always, okay, this school got attacked. It was on the media for 24 hours and then on to the next one. Um, so what do you guys think about that? It frustrates me. Like, I remember, I don't remember what year it was, but I remember on social media seeing, like, it was, like, in the hundreds, and it was only February of that year, and there were so many school shootings in that year. I was like, this is ridiculous. Why are there so many school shootings happening all across the country? Yeah, like, nowadays you see a lot of, like, memes and stuff about how, like, you know, their children are, like, having to do these drills. And it's, like, crazy because it wasn't really something that we needed when we were, like, children or when we were, like, in high school or middle school and stuff. And now it's something that's more common with other people. I find it really interesting you brought up the idea that there was memes about it. So, like... The fact that we put this into our culture, into, like, the Generation Z culture, like, the fact we use them, put them into memes, we found humor in them. It's normalized. It's Yeah, it's so normalized. And um, even though we have, like, normalized it, I feel like after the Parkland shooting, there was such, like, students spoke out and people actually began to listen. Um, And I don't know, like, with March, of our, March for Our Lives... There was a really great impact. So many celebrities came. So many people showed up just to fight for the same cause. So what did you guys think about that? It finally gave our generation a voice. Because for a long time, when, like, for, like, um, anything political, we really didn't have, like, a say in it because we're not old enough. And so, like, after this occurred and a lot of people from that community spoke up, especially the students... It made it made um, our generation have more of a voice and a say in what's going on within our country. Yeah, I feel like because people would go up to me and tell me like, "Oh, your generation is gonna be the generation that's gonna make change," and like I never really like knew what the that meant or like saw the real meaning in that until like this happened and until our generation actually stepped up and like was really involved in something and like a bigger issue in the world thoughts i agree that um we are the generation that is going to bring change but i feel like society is not allowing that to happen society praises on march for our lives 
and disowns Black Lives Matter. But in the end, the outcomes are the same. So why do you guys think that constantly happens? Why do they support one movement and then ignore the other, but yet at the end of the day, they both are not getting the change that they want or the respect? I feel like the history of the United States has been built on racism, so they're never going to pay a lot of attention to the Black Lives Matter movement, but they will pay more attention to our youth because our youth is not only people of color, it's, it's white people as well. And, yeah. I agree. The, America is is just centered around privileged white people, but yet they don't understand that. I mean, we shouldn't be comparing these two movements, but the fact that they are both fighting for the same things, but from the reactions of the people and the police just shows like how the society does really work. Well, I grew up in the Bronx in New York City and I'm a Dominican. I have Dominican background and I grew up around a lot of like gang violence and all that stuff. And we would hear like gunshots down the block and everyone would be like, oh, like, is that fireworks or is that like, you know, gunshots? And like, it's just a joke that we would like always have. But the fact that we're even joking about something as serious as as somebody like having a gun and being shot is just sad that that's our culture nowadays. Yeah, I agree. I also grew up in the Bronx. I'm a Caribbean American. And it's like this gun culture has been going on for so long in places of poverty in in large cities. And it took a school shooting in some white neighborhood for the gun violence to actually be um, prevalent. Talked about, yeah. It took a long time to be talked about both for March for Our Lives and Black Lives Matter. And yes, Black Lives Matter was ignored and while March for Our Lives was praised in a way. Please. But yet oh in um, the end, they both, they both did not receive the change that they deserved. Both movements deserve the right of respect and the right to change. But we just got to wait for society to catch up or at least understand what is happening. And I hope that happens soon because we cannot lose any more lives. We cannot keep waiting. We are ready to fight. But society just needs to accept that fact. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. And I'm hoping that you guys understand my perspective and the perspective of the people that I have on the show. So thank you and see you next time. Thank you.